All right, everyone, we have a treat for you. This came together very quickly and incredibly. Um, I can't even believe we're doing it. So Jim and I were talking Coach K today on our regular recording. And in my mind, of course, uh, Steve Wojciechowski comes popping in my head. And I'm like, I am going to throw a Hail Mary and text him. And we'll get into it in a minute how I know Steve. Um, Steve recently was the head coach of Marquette. Was there for seven years, but prior to that, Steve is a Duke guy. He was a uh, the starting point guard at Duke from '94 to '98. He then, um, after playing in Poland, went back, did some radio for Duke. Then was, I think, one of the most tenured assistant coaches ever at Duke. Sat next to Coach K for 14 years, maybe second to Johnny Dawkins, possibly. I don't, I don't even know. We'll, we'll ask Steve here in a minute. Um, but so I text Steve and. Here he is, guys. We have Steve Wojciechowski with us to talk about the Coach K run in the Final Four. Steve, what's up? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Always good to see you and talk a little Duke hoops. Are you kidding me, man? So I want to just explain quickly how I um, how I got to know Steve. And Jim, I want you to say yeah, hi to Steve. This, this is awesome, first of all. Thank you for being here. I mean, we only get the best guests. And, and this, is, this is that. But the craziest thing to me is you guys just know each other. Tell like, them, uh, <laughs> that's just so interesting to me. Can we talk a little bit about that? How do you, how are you guys connected? And we're, I will get jump into that, but Steve, I want you to know Mike Singletary, mm-hmm. Sebastian Maniscalco and our moms. Those are the guests we've had. And, and now Steve Wojciechowski and Toronto wow. Cannon and Toronto. And, this, and we've had 126. This is episode 126. Mm-hmm. Aren't you number 12? I am. I am. Well, I was, yeah, you I was. So, <laughs> he just takes the sweater off. He's not, the, jersey, yeah. the jersey underneath. I, I, <laughs> still I just, wearing I, it. Yeah, I, I I don't want to show you my tattoo. <laughs> my tw- my twelve tattoo. All right. So here's how I know Steve. So I go to the University of Dayton, and the first guy I meet is Steve's best friend, who then becomes one of my great friends. And the three of us, you know, have stayed connected through our mutual friend, Dave Orso, Dave Orso, the uh, best man at my wedding. And saw him last I week. Stu- Steve and I stood up in Dave's wedding together. Uh, we went to, to Duke a couple years, uh, a couple different games. One, one time I had to sneak into Cameron, Steve, I was at the Duke Carolina 1998 game when you guys. That's, that's pretty, pretty impressive. It's probably my favorite game uh, of all the games I played in at Duke was the, the 98 game against Carolina. Uh, it was my senior night and they were really good. And so were we, um, but they punched us in the mouth in the first half. And, you know, we were down 17 with about 12 minutes to go and made a huge run and, uh, won the game, which meant we won the ACC championship. So senior night, family and friends, there, ACC championship, leaving Cameron with the win it kind of, it checks all the boxes. Insanity. It's the, uh, the iconic hug when you run, you ran to coach K and, and you guys hug right. each other. I mean, that's, that's a right. moment that they'll, they pop up and you'll, you'll see it probably this weekend. You'll see that, that, that hug and that embrace. And that was, uh, just magical. So Steve, I want to ask you, um, what was it like when you are in high school and Duke was 
a major program at that time. They had won the back-to-back titles. What was Duke like to you? And what was that day like that first time you met Mike Krzyzewski? Yeah, well, I mean, growing up, when I really started to love basketball, I was probably 11 or 12. And, you know, in the, in the late 80s and early 90s, uh, in terms of the college basketball scene, uh, the school that they dominated during that time was Duke. And yeah. so even though my, my first love was Maryland and Len Bias, really? uh, I, I, I quickly transitioned during that period of time to becoming a Duke fan. And really, for me, the question was during my high school career, not like, is he going to choose Duke? The question was, what is he going to be good enough to play at that level? And so, um, you know, in a short period of time, I went from being recruited by Ivy League schools and then four weeks later by everyone in the country. Uh, Dude. Well, all right. Back up for one second. So all this time, like when you're in the gym, you're 12, 15, 16, you're like, dude, I'm going to the gym today because I played high school basketball. Like I was on the bench. I sat on the bench, but that's that's hard to believe. I thought I played, (laughs) (laughs) I thought I played hard. I thought I tried, but I, I didn't put in enough time. Like, and now you see parents now, they maybe had these expectations but like you almost it's in the individual, like what kind of drive did you have in you and what were you doing at that age? And did you think that there was any chance that coach K might be into like, like, like while you're doing all of this, at what point do you go, maybe Duke? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I don't come from like a basketball family, um, you know, in terms like my dad wasn't a college coach or high school coach, like Bobby Hurley's, dad uh is and was um it, but when i was around 11 or 12 i fell in love with the game and i tried to find every avenue to learn about the game to grow in the game and and to play the game but at 12 i don't know that i would have said i'm gonna play at duke someday uh i think as i got probably got uh into my junior year of high school and I was being recruited, again, not at the highest level. But, I, you know, there, there were times I showed flashes of, like, maybe he can do it. And, uh, fortunately, the summer before my senior year, I, uh, I showed I could at least get recruited to Duke. And then it took me a couple of years to be able to show I could play there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. right. Did the Ivy League schools back off when they saw your grades, or was it, the, uh, was it that you yeah. just got too good for them? Well, you know, they, with all the AP classes and I would have, I would have only been there two years because I would have been ready to graduate at that point. So, um, um, geez, this guy, thank God for coach K, you know, otherwise that that's right. Totally different career path for you. And and here's another great, uh, great little nugget, not to sidetrack, but our podcast is all over the place. And Steve, this is like one, another piece of trivia I love about you. Steve went to Cardinal Gibbons High School in Baltimore, which was St. Mary's for the boys, which was where, who went to school? Wow. Babe Ruth. Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. You walked the same hallways as Babe Ruth. 
that's right. I mean, it was it's it was the same building, and you know now it's a historical landmark. The my high school has since closed, but the I know, building I is that, yeah. my, the building is still standing there because oh, you it? can't you can't do anything to it because it was it's it's become over time an important building, uh, and obviously Babe Ruth going to school there is the primary reason why. Um, I believe I'm, I, 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 I'm probably a secondary reason they're keeping. <laughs> you think they mention it though? Babe yeah. Ruth and yeah. Mojo yeah. went here. Yeah. Yeah. Do they? Yes. Do they honor him in in, in a way there? Do, do they have yeah. anything so, like? Yeah. There was a plaque. There was like a, a a really nice bronze plaque with his face and his his story, and then they eventually built a baseball. There wasn't a baseball field on campus, but they eventually built one, and I think they named it Babe Ruth Field or something like that. So did that make it real for you in a way? What's that? Just that you could climb in in life, that that you being connected, being thinking that Babe Ruth went here. I could also go out and make a name for myself. Um no. (laughs) 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 No. No. I never walked the hallways in high school and was like you know, Babe Ruth did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, are you serious? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's hear. Oh, let's hear how Coach K motivated. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear how it all comes together later. You know how many players listen to your bullshit about it? <laughs> and the oh, Steve, go in there. That's too funny. <laughs> I was like, being serious. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. No. Like, like, just at some point, like, step back and just take an outside look <laughs> in to that. Did I, did I, like, walk the hall saying, you know, Babe Ruth went here. And if he could do it, he walked these halls. And if he yeah. could do it, I sure as hell can do it, too. While you were drinking yeah. beer and smoking cigarettes in the hallways, <laughs> just like the babe. Steve, so you get to Duke, you, you, you're playing for Coach K. What is that experience like? I mean, when you first get there, what, is, it, is it inspirational right away? Is it tough? Because you said it takes a while to actually earn playing time there. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, again, everything I did to, to eventually be good at the high school level, as you, that translates to college, it's just it's not good enough. You have to do everything better. You have to prepare, uh, lift, condition, do extra, you have to study, you have to do all those things at a higher level. Um, so it does take time to play. You know, my, my, the beginning part of my career was interesting because my freshman year was the year that Coach K uh, took a leave of absence because of a back injury. And so he wasn't around for much of my first year. So I don't think I had the normal freshman year uh, that, that most every other freshman class had with him. Uh, but you knew you were in a special place in terms of the university and you were around greatness in coach. And, you know, the longer you were around him, the more you realized his greatness, uh, touched so many more areas than just the game of basketball. So were there a lot, I mean, was it life lessons right off the bat that you were learning from him along with the basketball or was it like looking back later and you were like, wait a second. No, no. Yeah, no, he would do both. Um, And 
you know, I mean, I think the the best lessons you you learned were the ones where you watched him and saw his example of discipline and hard work and preparation and all those great values. Um, but he he would talk about the game of basketball, but he always would relate it to what you would eventually see in the game of life. And so it made it at time like more real, you know, it made it bigger yeah. than just basketball. How long did it take to be comfortable around him? Like mm-hmm. when you met him, just tell us about the, that recruiting process or just when he came into your life. Yeah. Um, you know what? He's a, he's a really normal guy who's, who's done superhuman type things through coaching. Chicago guy, Chicago guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't screw it up again. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, you know, he's, he's a normal guy um, who's got like excellent habits. So it's, he, you can sit down and have a conversation really easy with him. He's, he's got interesting things to say. He's got things you want to listen to. Uh, but he's also got a great sense of humor and he'll, he'll ask you questions and want to know what you think. So um, pretty quickly uh, after having the chance to sit down with him, uh, I felt really comfortable. How important yeah. was he to you going into coaching? You know, I, I've been really fortunate outside of my family. The people that had the biggest impact on my life have been my coaches and, and really since I first started playing sports, you know, I never had a bad coach experience, Um, uh, you know, and so I've had great coaches along the way. When I was in, in school, early in school, I thought it'd be great to go back and be a high school teacher and coach. Um, And then as I got later on my career and the relationship with coach K grew and developed, my thinking then became maybe I would have a shot to coach in college at some point. Uh, little did I know it happened less than a year after I graduated. So, uh, you know, life came at me fast. Hmm. At least, what, at least my coaching life. <laughs> you know, I see a difference in like now from when I don't know what your high school experience was like, but in just in terms of discipline and the way uh, coaches related to players. That is definitely, I'm sure he had to evolve in some way, but also just evolving with one and dones, the style of the game. Um, how do you think he's been able to like adapt or did he ever address that or? Yeah, no, I think one of his greatest strengths is his adaptability. I mean, you're talking about a guy, it, this is, this, this will never happen again you're talking about a coach who's finishing up his career and his career had a final four in five different decades. Wow. Insane. I mean, that's, that's like, when I heard that, I'm like, this is, you know, this is mind boggling. Um, but you know, you know, working for him was an incredible gift and, um, I learned so much. And I, I, I learned more as a coach when I was a coach longer uh, than even I did as a player. That's insane, man. That's incredible. So what is this? Um, what's the inside look like of this, this Duke Carolina rivalry? I think, I think it's the best rivalry in college sports. Um, and there's a lot of great ones. Yeah. But imagine taking, like, if you think about 
the you know the the hatred for lack of a better word between two big rivals and you'd say probably right michigan ohio state uh you know kentucky louisville ucla usc you know whoever else texas oklahoma and there's the same kind of passion and distaste for one another we're just living the same neighborhood right next to each other yeah right right yeah i mean can you imagine so like you know if you're at uh, ohio state and you lose to michigan like you're probably you're going back to Ohio and they're not going to be happy with you, but like, you don't have to live in the Michigan, you know, space and uh, probably didn't start out like this when coach started, but there's a lot of Duke fans now. And so there's a, you know, it's not just Carolina and, you know, a a small spattering of, of Duke fans. It's Carolina and Duke and their fan bases are huge, rabid next door neighbors and play usually three times a year. Yeah, pretty great, isn't it? Yeah. You talked about the uh, the storybook of your senior night. I mean, Coach K has got another storybook ending going on right now. And from your position, Steve, when you saw that bracket and it was North Carolina versus St. Peter's for that shot to play Duke, <laughs> did you think they? Had, <laughs> you think St. Peter's had any chance at all? Of no. Stopping this fate? <laughs> no. And St. Peter's had. I mean. Incredible. Talk about an incredible uh, run from a school that uh, most of us never would have guessed. I mean, incredible. Um, but when I saw that, I, I didn't. First of all, uh, North Carolina is playing really, really well, and so you know, and St. Peter's wasn't sneaking like in the you know in that in the Elite Eight, you're not sneaking up on anybody. Right. Um, I thought Carolina would win. Yeah. Um, but it, it is amazing. Like I've done a number of interviews, uh, you know, around coaches, you know, this, this last time and the best way I can, I, it really feels like a Hollywood script writer, like set this last four weeks up. Right. You know, I mean, you have his, his coach K's senior night, which went sideways and they lost which was like a, I mean, just an emotional, <laughs> emotional low. And then the ACC tournament, they, they played okay to advance to the finals. And then they got their butts kicked by uh, Virginia tech. And then pretty much like people, everybody's writing them all, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, they could lose to Michigan state or Davidson in the second round and you're hearing all this and that. And so the drama, like the buildup, and then it's like they've gotten into the NCAA tournament and they're playing their brains out. Uh, the kid Roach is taking their team to another level and uh, their front court is, is made up of some big time men. Uh, they're playing well. Who do you think the, um, do you think it's like a, pr- a big pressure game for, for Duke players? The, this, I think, no, I mean, there, there's, there's pressure inherent with final four games. Sure. And, and so I don't know if the Duke Carolina thing, you know, if that's not going to add any more intensity to this game mm-hmm. that, but it, it, it adds a great story. I mean, what about the K are, element? Does that fire the guys up more? Does that like, look- yeah, you know what? I don't think they're even thinking about that. You know, I, you know, I just, some of the stuff I read after the, 
the last game in camera Cameron it's like coach wanted to pop that bubble for the guys like you don't this is about you not about me like don't you're not playing for anything else except for the success of this team so I think that's that's helped and I don't so I don't think they're going to feel the pressure uh, in the game I mean they're, they're going to feel pressure it's a final four game I yeah. mean it, it may end up being the most watched non-championship uh, basketball game in history but that, that would be my guess I'm not actually I'm not I've been you know I was I was there uh coach's last game I was there for the elite eight game you know I took my family back for a couple games we went to the Gonzaga game out here so nice. it's like you know at some point I got to find a job <laughs> <laughs> No, I hear you, dude. That's great, though, that you've been supporting them. And I'm sure, uh, I mean, it's just like insane, the the, the life that you've uh, had with him. And, you know, I look back on that, the SI cover. And Jim, I don't know if I told you the story, if I've told the story on the podcast. So Steve is invited to be the cover of Sports Illustrated yeah, yeah. College Preview, 97, right? This is the 97, 98 yeah, season. They're like, we're crazy about Duke, number one. Um, going into the the season. So Steve gets to, you got to pick the people that were going to be the camera crazies, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, first of all, I was like shocked when the sports information director came in was like sports Australia wants you to be the cover boy on the preseason <laughs> magazine. You know, I was like, you're you so thinking they want shit, the shirt man. off. The, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So no, I couldn't believe it. You know, I don't know about you, Pat, but uh, like I, the, Thursdays when the Sports Illustrated used to be delivered to my house. Oh yeah. During my youth. I mean, it was such a, it was like the best. And then to actually then be asked to be on that. I mean, the after, cover. you know, reading about and looking at like heroes and people you look up to, it's just crazy. And this was still um, in those days too. Let's point out right. like, you know, right, this right, is still right. in the, yeah. Because I remember Where people going, got magazines at home. We went to the newsstands and were searching for this in, right. in Dayton. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, after I got up over the initial shock, uh, the sports information director was like telling me their idea. And he was like, you know, you're going to be surrounded by camera crazies. And, and eventually it came where for some reason I asked like, well, like, can I pick the people? You know, or can I help get people for the front cover? And he's like, yeah, I mean, they didn't, they didn't say not. So like, go do it. So called a couple of my good buddies uh, at Duke and then called Dave, uh, uh, our mutual friend and asked him if he wanted to do it. Now, like literally I found out in the shoot was like 18 hours later. And, uh, you know, he, he made it with time to spare. I'll say that. <laughs> He was at yeah. Dayton. Was he with you, Pat, at was, Dayton at the time? He was at he was Dayton. At, and you just road tripped it? Yes. And I actually almost went with him. Oh. And another one of our buddies went with. And so then they call from the shoot. And they are like, they might use Matt, who went with Dave. And I'm <laughs> devastated. I can't right? imagine. Didn't they even put him in paint, Steve? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't, uh, I, I was in the talent tent and those oh, guys, no. I'm not sure where, I'm not, I'm not sure. They probably what, didn't even have craft services what, where I'm they not were. not sure what room uh, they were in. Where Blue so. Man Group was. They were uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eating my did. lobster gnocchi. <laughs> 
But then they didn't, and they ended up not using Matt. No, right. And then this becomes huge news in Dayton, Ohio. It was because Dave played golf at Dayton and they did a piece in the Dayton Daily News, like Dayton athlete on cover of Sports Illustrated. And it was about how Dave was a golfer at Dayton, was on the cover with uh, with Steve. That's what a thrill, awesome. man. That was a, that's amazing. I have that yeah, right down it. here. I was trying to find that to just to hold it up here. I, I have that here. We'll get had, a to be a, had to be a real thrill for the university to finally be on uh, the cover of, <laughs> of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> that's the thing. I was trying to Google it, and I Googled Duke Sports Illustrated cover, and there was about 15,000 that popped up. So I'm like, I can't even find this beforehand. No, it's a beautiful uh, one. It's a yellow. It's, uh, yeah, it's iconic. That's great, man. What a, uh, yeah, that was so fun. And then I remember, like I said, being down there for that game. And then um, we also had a guy that sent, do you remember the guy that sent us a bunch of pictures to get autographed? <laughs> no, no. Remind me. There was one of the guys that lived on our street at Dayton. He was like, will you take these, get all these signed? And they were, you know, pictures of you. And like, it was a, that was like your SI cover. And that was yeah, Elton, yeah. Brand, Elton Brand and Battier. And, and you're like, yeah, I'll sign them. And then there was a ton. And you're like, how old is this kid? Because <laughs> Dave was like, Dave's like, he's not a kid. He's our age. And I just remember you being like, I'm not signing all this for this. <laughs> so then I signed it. I was like, do you mind if I sign this stuff? Yeah. And I think I'm signing. I was signing Batty A. Like, so I was putting like... John, all your dreams coach k at john yeah. 316 but then uh going back there later um i brought my dad there and you got us uh tickets and gave us a behind the scenes tour i remember you leaning against your defensive player of the year trophy like hey and then this one okay. here there, here's some here's some hardware right here <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um so dude you've always been so like warm and welcoming to me i appreciate it and thanks so much for jumping on with us man i uh yeah, my pleasure. I'm excited for the Duke family and um, really hope that this ends up with uh, Coach K cutting the net. Because I saw him, dude, when they cut the net down the other night, that was the clip I saw. And I wasn't expecting to get like emotional, but you're like, man, just watching him go up that right. ladder. And you, you, you remember like the uh, early 90s when he was up there. And that was, I think that was a SI cover. Right. Him yeah. holding that. And um Watch him go up that ladder. was like, wow, this is something. That was like yeah. 30 years ago. I mean, just it's, to think about that. Yeah. Is he having he, as much fun as it looks like he is right now? I think so. You know, uh, again, you know, when you – the expectation with Coach for as long as he was coaching was like, we're going to be in the tournament year after year with a chance to win, you know, most years. And so it's always kind of, you know, so businesslike. You know, we, we got to take care of this and this and this. And, and so, yeah, of course, like when you advance far and you win a championship, obviously you're super happy, but I don't, I think this year he, he knows like, I'm not going to do this again. Let me maybe savor it. Yeah. You know, the emotions, the happiness that I feel, um, cause I won't have an opportunity to do it again. You know, I mean, I've done it more than anyone, but you know, like in a different mindset, like uh, appreciation. And does he do that sometimes? Like, will he have a glass of wine and, and, and have a moment sometimes? 
Like, yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, I'm mean, not during the season as much. I mean, but there's and it's it's rare. Um, but you'll you'll catch him like uh, thinking about you know some of the great moments that he's you know been a part of and a big reason why they were great. Well, I think about. I mean, I don't want to take you too long, Steve. USA basketball, though, too, that's a whole another thing. And you were part of that. Like what he did just for our country, yeah. bringing back the basketball you know, glory that we rightfully should be. I don't know. I, I, that was special to me. I think that that's uh, and, and that's a selfless contribution. Yeah. You know, I mean, coach obviously is a West Point guy. And, uh, you know, he, he I believe he did a five year, you know, term and then got out of the military. But so he never served in a war. Um, and I think he looked at it as his chance to serve his country. And he did it uh, in an incredible way. Wow. That must have been a world experience for you, too. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. It was awesome. So great, man. Well, Steve, thank you so much. Dude. It was so good to see you and uh, enjoy the game this weekend. And um, so great to to hear you, man. All right, man. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It was fun. Thanks for coming thanks on, so Steve. much. All right. Thanks, man.